In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on Toginet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships, sans the sleaze factor, while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. And now, here's your host, Lou Paget. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for being with us this evening. And tonight, we have a lovely combination of things relative to both parts of most people's worlds, combining what your passion would be in what you do for your career and Blending that with your personal life. Many times I will find that people will have a clarity of passion in one area, but not in the other. And my guest this evening is a fellow TogiNet host, and Sue Whitaker has her show is The Business Lovemaker. And Sue, I believe you are online with me. I am. Good evening, Lou. How are you? I am well, thank you, my dear. Now, here's my first question that I had for you. How do how did you become the business lovemaker? Oh, well, you know, that's interesting because it kind of uh, was something that fell into my lap. It wasn't uh, actually something I had gone after and pursued to to gain that title, but because of the uh, the content and the avenues that I went in my consulting and with my seminars to uh, show people how to to really fall in love with their business more by the techniques that I use with the parallels of a personal relationship in business. Mm-hmm. Well, the more I did this, uh, I had colleagues and friends say to me. Uh, you're the business lovemaker, and it kind of they coined that title on me, and it kind of it stuck. And uh, so there, it it happened, to, you know, just to fall on me, and uh, I've been using it, and uh, it's become over the years, it's become a big part of who I am. Now, who are who is the prime person who seeks out the business lovemaker? I like, for example, are you on a, a panel somewhere and they hear you or are they aware of what you've done or has someone referred them? Who would be the people who would go, you know what, I want to know how to fall in love with my business? 
Well, typically kind of all of the above that you mentioned. Uh, my audience will generally be uh, made up of uh, whether it's on an individual basis or at a, a group speaking engagement or a, a seminar will be uh, business owners and entrepreneurs and uh, those who are wanting to start a business and become mm-hmm. an entrepreneur. But that's not to say that I don't get people from all walks of life because a lot of times I hear people in, you know, they're intrigued and want to know what the business love maker is about. They want to know what my system is about. So I do get people from all walks of life, but I would say the bulk of my audience uh, at, at any uh, venue that I'm at, uh, you know, any type of genre will be uh, either an, an existing entrepreneur or business owner or someone who is just starting up or wanting to, you know, become a business owner and entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned that they will ask you if they'll say, you know, what, what type of a system. Do you have a system? Do you have a step-by-step process that people go through, kind of like, and I think I asked the one question, is there a quiz that you give people? Right. You know, there, there, is, there is a system. It's uh, not a, uh, you know, 12-step or 10-step or 8-step <laughs> you know, kind, of, kind of thing, you know. Right. What it is, it's, it's, a con- it's more a concept uh, that I uh, show them how to uh, open their eyes up to this type of concept. And once they get a grasp of that concept, then they're able to incorporate it into their businesses. So it's, uh, what it is is it's working with them to get them used to that concept, to open up their eyes to it, and to focus on it. And then the more they focus on it and uh, are, you know, realize it and are aware of it, then they become very, it becomes a very second nature to them to implement into their businesses and their personal relationships. It works both ways. Mm-hmm. When you were saying you're having them focus on things, so someone wants to, let's say they want to create their own small business, they know that, you know, they have a family background of making very specialized um, porcelain kilned plates, okay? Okay. And it's something that's specialized that was handed down from their family and it was a passion in their family. How would they get, you know, it's, they, they've always known it from the time they were a child, they love the feel of it, the, you know, that their grandfather had the kiln, blah, blah, blah. What is it that you do with, you know, I know for me when I work with couples or with people who are having problems disconnecting in relationships, one of the first questions I will ask them is, do you have a commitment to be there? Right. Well, that's, first of all, uh, I'm a firm believer that with any business, I don't recommend anyone going into any business, and I know this from my own personal uh, life and examples of being in business, there were some things that I really didn't have that passion and that Mm. burning desire for it. And so, you know what, that business didn't fly, you know, because it wasn't there. So first of all, I I believe we all have to have that passion and that burning desire to to be in that area, that field, and like, you know, making making these particular dishes that, you know, these uh, pieces of art that you're talking about, they have to have that passion to be able to do that. And what I try to do is 
uh, you know, in our uh, to correlate the the parallel between the personal relationship and the businesses. Um, how I came about this was specifically from a personal example in my own life. Mm-hmm. When I when I closed a retail store in San Diego, and and when that happened, what I realized after, and I knew I was going to close it because I had had the lease for a certain amount of years, and I knew that it was a certain amount of years that the lease was going to end because the building was being turned over to another company. So I knew it was coming, but what happened was when I closed it is I went through this period of a month or two of withdrawals and with uh, feeling the loss and the loneliness from not having that business, and I was feeling really sad. And what happened was I started realizing, my gosh, you know what? These are the exact same feelings that I had experienced when a, when a personal relationship had ended. And the grief know? of it. And I, started, yeah. and I started thinking about it, and I'm going, I had this relationship with this business. I was the owner. It was very special. It was very intimate to me. It was, uh, you know, very much a personal part of me, and I was feeling the same feelings of the loss of a person in my life, you know, when I lost that store. And so, so you know, it was. I started thinking about it, and I started developing this system, and I started researching it, and the more I researched it and found out of how much there is such a direct parallel, that I developed a system to help people to open up their eyes that a lot of the decisions that we make in our business, if we take a look at our personal relationships and how we handle those and back and forth, vice versa, there's so much of a parallel there that sometimes, like in our business, because it is so personal to me that perhaps I made some decisions that were not... As a business decision, you know, it was more of it was more from my heart and personal. Mm-hmm. So when you when you see that connection between the two, it really helps to uh, in your decision making uh, to take a, a more objective look at things. But it also helps to open the avenues of being uh, a lot more creative and uh, a lot, you know, seeing things in different lights so that you're able to do more creative marketing and things like that. So I I hope that I connect the people between the two relationships to show them how that they are intertwined so much and how we play a lot of similar roles in both of them and that we can use a lot of aspects of how we deal in our personal relationships. We can use those same sort of uh, decision-making processes in our businesses. And I... um... Uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm over here um, mentally high fiving you because <laughs> when you speak of the um, with the retail store and how you identified, and I see that with men who have been very high up in companies and are no longer their position, or right. who have been very successful in sports and are no longer in that position, and I also have just recently seen a couple who they're both high level celebrities and they have a clothing store and she does not want the clothing store to continue but for him his ego and what he identifies that store as being or the two stores I should say he's not making clear decisions 
And, oh, absolutely. And so it was, Lynn, it was an extremely, you know, it was an extremely emotional time for me. I was just like, I was depressed and sad. I mean, I had lost something very close well, you, and dear to me, you know, yeah, we, like, we, like, like a very special person in my life. Right. Now, we, we have like 30 seconds until our first break. Okay. My, my guest tonight is Sue Whitaker, who is also a fellow TogiNet host, and her show is The Business Lovemaker. We are going to be talking about what her best ideas are, what her best direction can be for people when we come back from the break. So please stay with us. Again, I'm Lou Paget, and I'm here with Sue Whitaker. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Multi-Ethnic Church with Mark DeMoz. Thursday afternoons at 1, noon central, is a show that passionately addresses the question, if the kingdom of heaven is not segregated, then why on earth is your local church? They call us Yes, increasingly, our diverse population and the diverse families it's producing is reshaping the face of the local church as people are beginning to recognize the power and beauty of walking, working, and worshiping God together with others of different backgrounds. How can your church overcome the obstacles, and why should you even try? Join a live chat with guests from around the country and the world to learn the effectiveness of churches in the 21st century beyond race and class distinction. This show has its pulse on what it will take for the church to find real reconciliation in our generation. So tune in for the Multi-Ethnic Church with Mark DeMoss, Thursday afternoons at 1, noon central, here on toginet.com. Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for being with us. And tonight, my guest is Sue Whitaker, and fellow TogiNet host, who is the woman who will have you 
fall in love with your business, the business lovemaker. So, Sue, one of my questions for you is, what have been the best lessons you yourself have learned from doing your own work? And, you know, we talked before the break that we'd give people best ideas and things. Tell me from your own experience what the best were for you. Well, you know, as, as you well know, when uh, because both of us have been had businesses for many years and, and been entrepreneurs for many years, and there's certainly a, a I've learned a lot of lessons, you know, through the experience of those <laughs> over the years. I mean, I guess one of the foremost the foremost lessons I've learned in being an entrepreneur over the years is patience, because. Uh, you know, we learn we learn in business that everything doesn't happen in our time, and so I think learning patience when you're owning a business and in, and any kind of realm in the entrepreneur world, you know, you've got to huh. learn patience. This but, is true. Um, yeah, but I but I also learned that because uh, I try to be, I you know, I was a perfectionist and. Uh, I had to kind of uh, learn through business, too, to uh, not be so hard on myself, not to expect perfection, you know, that I I needed to kind of lighten up on myself, but I also needed to lighten up on others and not expecting them to be so perfect as well either. So, you know, you you learn, you, you get, when we're in business, you know, we get molded, you know, and kind of groomed through all of it because it does give us a lot of life lessons, you know, and um, so certainly those. No those doubt about that. And, yeah, and, and, and you know, I've, I learned to forgive myself too because, Lord knows, you know, you make a lot of mistakes, especially when you start out new businesses and you're getting to learn them and everything. You know, boy, we, you know, I've made my share of mistakes. And so I, I kind of got hard on myself about them. And, and I had to learn that, you know what, this is a learning process too, you know. And so to forgive myself for that mistake and just move on, you know, not let go of it and move on. Uh-huh. But uh, so those are kind of the personal um, lessons I've learned just as being an entrepreneur, you know, mm-hmm. and being in business. Right. When you, and as you were speaking, I was uh, jotting down some notes here that one of the things that I will always tell people when they are in business as an entrepreneur, because they will say, tell us what your best lessons have been. First one I tell them is trust your gut because it won't lie. And that same, yep. that same, you know, sort of comment is what I tell people when they're in a relationship is yep. don't listen to your brain tell you that this person's the ideal person. Pay attention to that little voice that when you wake up in the middle of the night and you roll over and look at that person, if it makes your heart smile, then you know you're in the right place. Yep. Because yep. you you got, got, and their little voice can't lie. And when you talk about patience, isn't patience, I mean, because what you were doing is you are having a relationship with your business, and you are, ergo, having a relationship with someone else. And patience is the one thing that allows things to come forward and be what they were going to be. Absolutely. And, you know, as you're talking about gut feeling, when you were talking about personal relationship and also in a business, there the times that I've listened to my gut feeling have almost always been the times that it was the right decision. You know that it turned out right. Mm-hmm. I mean, our gut feeling is is really quite powerful, and oh, and, and, and we, and we often override that. it. Yep, exactly. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, you were so absolutely right on on that, on your gut feeling, because it was one of my notes I had down here about in business is trust your gut feeling. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, you'll you'll often find out that that's, that's when it'll, whatever it is, will turn out to be successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, the other thing that if we're looking at, you know, when you fall in love with your business and then when you fall in love with someone, the other thing that many people don't do, and I'm actually in, in um, a program, uh, a great um, uh, imitation-only club that is probably the best success entrepreneurial club I've ever been in. But one of the things in the reading of, of one of the books, complete things. Most people don't complete things. Yeah. Most people don't go up to, most people don't complete whatever project they were doing. Most people go, I'd really like to try that, but they don't go that final, final step that then has everything click. And they also don't uh, do that in relationships. Right. And, you know, you can equate that to so many areas of my life. I, if you're saying that, and this is kind of a crazy, out of the, totally out of what we're talking about here, but when you're talking about completing things, and, and I think a lesson I learned from that a long time ago, it wasn't even business-related. It was years ago when I first started playing tennis, mm-hmm. and I was terrible. And I, you know, played and I played and I go, I'm never going to get the hang of this, you know. And I, I sort of consider myself fairly coordinated and athletic, but I, but I kept at it and I kept saying, and I was taking, uh, I was in a tennis group that we had certain classes and lessons and I said, I've got to complete this. And it was like one day it clicked and it came together for me and, I was hitting the ball, and I was serving right and everything, and it just clicked. But it was because I hung in there and I completed it. I didn't give up and I didn't complete it. So whether it's a project or, you know, any area of our life, you're so right of that, uh, you know, of saying that about that uh, group that you're in and and talking about that is how important it is to, to complete it because, you know, when you do, it will click. It will mm-hmm. come together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I use this analogy when I'm speaking with men, and I'm saying, do you see that there's a future in something? And they'll say, well, I'm not sure. And I say, look. And then I ask them if they golf. And most people who golf, in, as you were speaking, of like the muscle memory, the body memory, all of that, it's kind of like you had to develop new neurons in order for all of a sudden, boom, everything clicked with your tennis game. The mm-hmm. same thing happens in golf, and it the does. same you know the same thing happens on how you relate to your business and how you relate to a person. Because sometimes people will go, well, I don't know how you know I was around this person all this period of time, and then all of a sudden, just one day, I saw them in a completely different light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's because you were finally seeing them. Yes. Yes, and, and, and you know, and the thing of that, and we also learn this. And do you do you go through the you know things with people? Of, you don't have to be the expert on everything. You can start as a beginner. You you know, find someone who does know for you. Yes, and you know, uh, one of the yeah, one of the things that I've advocated in my businesses over the years that is, and 
actually have been the most helpful to me, and I'm, and I tell, I share this with people a lot. I said, don't be afraid of your competitor. Your competitor can really be your best friend. Get to know them, because in getting to know them, you're learning what makes what they're doing that makes them successful, and you're developing this relationship. And I, you know, I've some of my competitors over the years, I've actually shared supplies with them when they ran out of something, or and uh, I've recommended them, you know, for things. And so, uh, you know, don't be afraid to be uh, to to be friends and close to your competitors because I've learned a lot from my competitors. It's been very helpful. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, you know, they aren't going to harm and hurt me. You know, there's room for all of us out there because even though they're, they might be selling the same service or the same product or, or speaking on the same thing, we all can learn from each other. But there's room for all of us because even though we're, we are doing the same thing, we aren't doing the same thing. You know, <laughs> we're doing it a little bit differently. Right. But they can be a great resource and a great friend. Right. I mean... Thank you for that. I, I'll speak to that comment from two standpoints. I am an identical twin, so I know full well that just because we look alike does not mean we think alike. We don't. Does not mean we like the same things. We don't. Does not mean we're attracted to the same people. We aren't. Does not mean we would like to focus in the same area of interest. We don't. Yet... Mm-hmm. You know, the people will go, well, you know, of course you must, you know, like the same thing. Mm-mm. So when you are that person, you know, when you are, you know, running your businesses and I'm running mine, you, and it's like how you are in a relationship. You have your own voice and your own way of relating to people. Yeah. That they're, they're either going to find you magnetic or they're not. Mm-hmm. That is now, so true, and, and you know, I think I think in this same topic that we're talking about here is what happens is, and in some of the the things like tips or they're kind of my my little list of things of, mm-hmm. uh, that I like to share with people on uh, you know for success as a business owner and entrepreneur, and you know, of course, I I talked about earlier about having your passion for the what you're doing, you know. And there are a lot of other things, and, and the gut feeling, and, and be able to, you know, take a risk, you know. But one of the things is when you when I talk about promoting your competitors, we got to be afraid. You don't get greedy, you know. Don't be afraid of that competitor. When we get greedy, um, you lose sight of your purpose and your direction. So don't be afraid of your competitors, you know. Don't be afraid that they're going to take something away. Don't don't start getting greedy because when we go that routine and that route and we get all panicky. Not you know, I can remember when I was very young and start doing that. I was afraid of my competitors. And when I learned to get rid of that and let go of it and saw them as a resource and a friend and helpful to me and let go of that little bit of greediness, boy, I gotta have all the business and everything, I was losing sight of my purpose, my direction. Right. And so, here's the you know and I will bet you, not only did you lose sight of your direction and purpose, you were exhausted. Oh, it's very stressful. <laughs> exactly. Oh, now, it's very stressful we, trying to have it all. <laughs> exactly. Now, we have 10 seconds until our, half, um, our halftime show. Uh, here come the tunes. Stay with me. My guest tonight is Sue Whitaker, 
and she is the business lovemaker. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Lindale Link with host Holly Rand comes Mondays at 10 a.m. Central on TogiNet.com. Linda Link is Lindell's first and only internet radio broadcast. Holly, tell us about it. It's really something from my heart that I want to be teamwork um, for the entire community to get the word out about everything that's going on here. We're talking to the entire community of Lindell. This is not limited to just businesses or just parents or just teachers. Simply to get the word out about your cause or your company, you must go to where the people are. And today, people are on the internet. Lindale Link. Lindale, Texas is a growing chain of business, education, commerce, community. Together, Lindale Link can create one strong chain of communication. Check out LindaleLink.com and then check out Lindale Link, the radio show. Lindale Link with host Holly Rand. Mondays at 10 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Do holidays and celebrations get you down and leave you feeling frazzled? Then join Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Sandy will help you discover the secrets to having the celebrations you've always dreamed of while adding fun and meaning to your life. From Valentine's Day to Christmas to special family events, Sandy Fowler will show you how to put the fun and meaning back into those special days by taking a look at what we can do to turn the upcoming holidays into cherished memories and show us how to allow it to intertwine with everyday life. For more on the show, Sandy, and to receive Sandy's Holiday Happiness Booklet, go to HeartfilledHolidays.com. Then get set to discover the secrets to creating happy holidays and happy everydays by joining Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon Eastern Standard Time on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. Tonight, my guest is Sue Whitaker. And before the break, we were talking of you know, some of the best lessons she's had. Now, what I'd like to do in this next segment is, Sue, say the top five or top ten tips that you would give to someone. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> Uh, I have a lot of them because a lot of them are from from uh, self-inflicted pain and experience that I've learned from. You know, I'm like, well, don't do that again. Well, you know, and here's uh, the thing, and and you know when you're veering into that you know territory, don't you? Oh gosh, do you ever? And then then you get into it, and you have to kind of finish it out, you know, but. But afterwards, you go, never again will I take that direction. So, uh, and you know, that's one of the neat things about this, uh, 
this concept, this parallel concept that it, that does help. And that's one of the most significant things that it helped me with when I finally, you know, I, I saw this whole thing and I said, you know what, that, that one of the best things it's done for me is helping me in my decision-making. And in the mm-hmm. decision-making then, um, I eliminated some of the stupid decisions I had made, you know, in the past. So that, that's the beauty of this whole thing is it does really help with your decision-making. And that's probably the most impact that uh, the whole concept has had on my business life. But, you know, uh, a lot of them we've already talked about kind of in, in our conversations, you know, kind of sporadic around here this evening was, you know, in the beginning mm-hmm. where I said the, the first tip I have is, you know, don't do it unless it is your passion. You know, uh, I've done things that I sort of thought I wanted to do. Well, if you sort of think you want to do it, well, don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to really, really want to do it, and it's something that you really enjoy, you really like, and you do have a passion for and, um, you know, when we're in our own businesses, one of, one of the things that tips I like to tell people is, you know, be prepared to, t- to work some long hours and to be flexible. You might have to end up switching around and doing some things at some odd hours that you don't, wouldn't normally do. So you got to learn to be flexible with that because it just happens and you have to do that and to be willing to take some risks, you know, well, that. When you make the comment of, you know, spending more time doing things, how I tell people when they are creating a business, and it's the similar thing that is the result of sex, children, <laughs> you, you have to be willing to do whatever it takes to support them, to protect them, to guide them, and then let, and that's like when I was writing my books, and then let them go out into the world and have an impact on people, and they'll impact in ways you never expected. Yes, yes. And, you know, that's a great example. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I had to learn, too, is, you know, is when I knew that there were long hours, but I had to learn that, not necessarily working long hours was the answer, was I had to learn to be a little smart, too, and to work smart hours. And so, you know, there's just a lot of things like that that's kind of like a process of elimination. When As you go through, you say, you know, I've learned how to do things better, so I don't need to do it this way, and I don't, I, I can fine-tune things in business. So, you know, it, it is a process. It's a journey, just like mm-hmm. life is a journey, you know. Um, it's just like... You know, in in our personal relationships, when we first get married, uh, well, I've never been married before. I don't know how to be married, so I got a, it's a process and a journey to learn how to be in a marriage relationship. Well, being a parent, I've never been a parent before. Now I have children, so it's a process and journey of learning to how to be do parenting. Right, so and it's a you business. know, right, and you, you know, as a business no. is a journey. Right. And, and as a mother of five, you know that every time you're parenting, it's slightly different. Oh, absolutely. Each one is a little different. Yes, they're a lot different. <laughs> some of them are a lot different. <laughs> but uh, So those are kind of some of the things, you know, and in addition to, you know, the, the, the competitors, being friends with your competitors and not being greedy and helping share. You know, it's just it's sharing and giving just as in life and other areas. When we share and we give, it comes back to us. And mm-hmm. so, you know, so I, I, I tell people, you know, when you share and do things with your business, 
you know, it's going to come back to you. You know, people are going to refer you and say, you know, give it. So that business will come back to you. But one of the most important things that I tell people with business is just like in a relationship, we really want to have fun in the relationship we're in. Well, mm-hmm. you know what? Our, our relationship or their business, well, it shouldn't be all, you know, nuts and bolts and and in the grind every day. It should be fun. There's fun things to it. And so make make it fun, too, and make it fun with your employees and or staff or people around you. You know, have fun, you know. It doesn't have to be a grind. It can be really fun. And there's well, a- you know, we ended up adopting whatever it is, whether you call it the Lutheran, you know, you, you can't have fun, you must only work, you must have, you know. Why we keep thinking, because we are creatures of, being alive, and we enjoy things in our lives. That's the thing. Things that bring us joy are the things that we are absolutely drawn to, whether it's the person, whether it's the job that we love, and then it's not work. But I find, you know, when you made that comment of the parallel concepts, have you ever heard of the concept of parallel worlds? Yes, I have heard that. And to me, that is just the same kind of thing. And I mean, I know that I have my statement of, you know, when we speak of the behaviors and the things that you learn, you know, when in talking about sharing, it will come back. Who who made the statement of, if you want to have everything in your life, help somebody else get what they want? Is that Napoleon Hill? Oh, yeah. And that's a similar kind of thing that you will often see in many entrepreneurial books. Yes, absolutely. And, and it's also the same thing in your personal life. If you want to have something happen in your life, help the person in your life. And, you know, whether it's That's with the true. kindness or, you know, what you know, whatever that may be. Now, I have one another question here for you, my dear. <laughs> okay, fire away. Fire away. What do you find is the thing that has people disconnect the impacts disconnect their professional passion from their personal passions? Uh, I think um, that the disconnect uh, between the two is because um, I, I think that in growing up we hear things and we learn things that are said to us. You know, for instance, like, um, you know, I probably heard some, you know, from even from my own parents who were very hardworking individuals, and they were both school teachers, and there were four of us kids to to raise and take care of us. So, so, uh, I, I, you know, I got a picture of statements from them about, um, you know, you, you can't, you know, work as hard. It's uh, it's hard to make money, you know. It's those sort of things, and um, you know. Then you then you hear the same things about relationships. Relationships are so difficult. Uh, you know, we've got such a high divorce rate, and you know. And so I think that a lot of times the disconnect comes from the things that we hear in life, and that um, it's kind of the um, messages that are given to us. And when we when we get rid of the negativity that's been fed towards 
our personal relationship or to our business, that that we see that and the, and we start focusing on this awareness, the commonality between the two. Um, I think that then then we're you know we're better able to see the connect between them. Mm-hmm. And but I do I do think it's a lot of the messages and the training and the things we've heard maybe in school, in college, from family, oh. friends, parents. Yeah, it's it's constant. I mean, I I'm just going to refer to a book. The news. Um, the news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Um, looking at. Uh, when you talk about looking whether or not you're looking at something, is it from a positive standpoint or a negative standpoint? And the Zig Ziglar book, See You at the Top, and oh, yeah. he speaks in that of stinking thinking. And what are the things that you're doing that are having you, you know, mm-hmm. you know uh, stop yourself? What are the things that are having you go, you know, this is not going to work? And now, let's be honest, you have that attitude, it will show up. Oh, Absolutely. I mean, it can't and, help but. Right. And I I do, I, I personally believe that if we let negativity create in, creep into our personal lives and our personal relationships and we let negativity create creep into our business lives as well, that you can't connect. Because well, I, I believe negativity prevents, prevents most any connection. And so... Uh, that's, you know, that's kind of a personal thing that for me that has worked is saying, you know, negativity is going to, to be a downer for most any area of my life. Oh, it, it, uh, that there is no question. And not only does negativity prevent you, but negativity is fabulous at creating one thing, and that's at creating illness. Oh, yes. And, you know, I was just reading something of, you know, and it does the same thing, the negativity does the same thing in your own personal relationship. And mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't have to have that. I mean, is there anything most people know, the person who's in the room who is smiling and walking around and talking, everyone wants to be over there. No one wants to talk to the person who's, you know, sitting there, you know, complaining about everything. I mean, I had... And we've all had this happen in business, too. The person who is always saying, well, that doesn't work for me or that doesn't, they may be the squeaky wheel and they may get the grease, but they're also the first one out the door. Mm. Yes. Yes. Now, we have 30 seconds until our final break. And when we come Mm -hmm. back, I'm going to cover with Sue Whitaker who was her mentor and what were some of her aha moments with her audiences when she saw that she got them, that that they got what she was saying. Please stay with us. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. With your host, Lou Paget. techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more Sex Talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Fertility. It's an extremely personal subject. Tune in Monday nights at 9, 8 central for the Fertility Forum with infertility psychotherapist and expert Phyllis Martin on toginet.com. This is the show about infertility, gaining support, and information. 
Phyllis will assist you in navigating the disappointments and decisions that often accompany the difficult journey from diagnosis to conception, pregnancy to parenthood. She is passionate about her work and is an expert in the donor egg field, bringing both her personal and professional experience to all she does. Ms. Martin has extensive experience in helping patients cope with infertility, pregnancy loss, adoption, surrogacy, miscarriage, pregnancy termination, and creative family building. She knows what you're going through, and she's here to help. It's the Fertility Forum with your host, Phyllis Martin, Monday nights at 9, 8 Central, on toginet.com. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central, on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that you gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the final segment of Sex Talk with Lou. Tonight, my guest is Sue Whitaker, and before the break, I said that I was going to ask her, so, Sue, who is or was your mentor? Oh, that's an easy question for me. It's my oldest brother, and uh, he is CEO of a company called uh, Motion Analysis that's in Santa Rosa, California. And they have wonderful technology that's been used in the aeronautical and medical and animation motion picture industry. And they, mm-hmm. in fact, they won, they've won some uh, Academy Awards. He won uh, Oscars in his, their field, like in the movie King Kong and some other movies. But anyway, he, it's a great company that's been under his direction. But his combination of his life and his business mentality has um, definitely been a role model for me in my life and um, because he, he, he has the same mentality for his personal life as he does for his business. And uh, his, his favorite saying is DWGO, deal with it and go on. And he always <laughs> And, and he says this. In fact, his daughters gave him for Christmas one year a license plate for his car that said DWGO because he says that so much to everyone. And his, his, his attitude is, you know, no matter what the outcome and what you've done, if it's positive or negative, it didn't turn out the way you, you expected, just deal with it and move on. You know, just move on to the next thing. And that taught me a lot. And he's a very positive aggressive, determined kind of uh, business and has great business sense. And, and 
although that these are typical qualities that I've always had and um, they're kind of typical of our family, he has shown me in, in watching him how to maximize on those and to really uh, expand and to, uh, you know, develop those qualities that I've watched in him. And my motto that I've kind of developed, I think, is, has a lot to do with in watching him is where he has CWGO, deal with it and go on. My motto is if you're knocked down, let it only be momentarily, for if you don't, get up right away, great opportunities are going to pass you by. <laughs> so it's kind of the same mentality as him of, you know, deal with it, get up off the floor, get with, get on with it, and move on. Don't hang back and mull and feel sorry for yourself and, you know, and uh, stay there. So he, he definitely is has been a great mentor. I'm watching him, and he's just a fine businessman and a fine person and uh, had a great impact on my life. How, how nice is that? I, I would have to say, if I could jump in an answer for me, it would be um, my father as an entrepreneur because I grew mm-hmm. up in an entrepreneurial family. So I never knew anything other than that. Right. And I knew that the corporate world uh, would, if anything, I mean, it would just kill me. And yet for other people, that is what they gravitate to. And again, thank goodness we don't all like the same thing or we'd all only have just one restaurant in the world and that's really boring. <laughs> yes, and, absolutely. And we don't, we, we don't want that. So share with us what were some of your best aha moments that you've had with people or with audiences? Oh, you know, there's been, there's been a lot of really special moments and kind of some scary, <laughs> scary moments and crazy moments. But um, there was one time I spoke before a business, uh, women's business group, and afterwards this lady came up to me, and she looked very familiar, and I, I really couldn't place her. And then I started looking at her, and I kind of thought, you know, I think I went to grew up with her and went to school with her, and it turned out that I had and hadn't seen her in years after being adults. And she uh, said, do you remember me? And we started talking, and I knew who she was. And, and when she came up to me, I thought she was going to comment on, the business speech I had made, you know, and something about that and everything. But uh, what she came up to share with me was she said, "Um, I just want to share something with you that I remember about you when we were growing up. And I kind of, you know, kind of, you know how you do that kind of, oh, oh boy, what did I do back then? (laughs) Something that she remembered. You know, know, I I got a little nervous, actually, and she said, was she said, when we were all growing up as kids and all through school, she said, you were nice to everybody. And I just kind of stood there and go, wow. And uh, it really touched me. And I suppose that my aha moment that time was, well, you know what? (laughs) Continue what you're doing, Sue, because continue being nice to everyone because this is something that I hadn't really ever paid much attention to. I mean, it's a kind of, I love being nice to people, and I don't like to be judgmental, and I like to treat everybody fair and nice, And but, you you know, you never know how you're perceived or anything, and here this person of my past came up to me and made note of that to me, and I go, you know, wow, 
that's that's very very touching and so that was one but on another perspective another aha moment had when i was giving a seminar and this young man very young man who had just started out with in business and everything came up to me afterwards and he was all excited and said that he was so excited that what i had shared the concepts and the things and the tips and all the the, you know, the information I had given in this seminar, he was just so excited because he knew that that was what was going to help him be successful and make a lot of money and be successful in this business. And I just kind of stopped in my tracks. I stood there, and I realized that this young man who was just starting out as an entrepreneur was looking at what I could conveyed in that seminar to be the the perfect conduit to making him successful and eventually wealthy because he, you know, he hadn't gone through a lot of business experiences left yet, and he thought this was was it. And I felt this horrible weight of responsibility on me and that he was weighing so heavily on the information I had given, and although it was not false, it wasn't misleading, it was just my ideas and concepts, it really struck me as to how powerful words can be mm-hmm. and, you know, and what an incredible impact and how powerful words can have on an individual. That was another aha moment to me of kind of take a step back and say, wow, when you are up here and you are saying these words, you know, it, first of all, it's to me, it's very important that you personalize it and say, this is how I think and I feel. It's not right or wrong, but it's, it's something I'm presenting to you to take with it and to, you know, use it as you see fit. But that young man made me realize that, and that was a long time ago, and so it really made me take a look at how I present my words and the information that I put out there. And so... There is huge. You know, it was kind of scary. It was kind of scary, actually. <laughs> well, I think Sue, we both know that when you are a speaker, uh, you know, uh, which I do, you know, worldwide relative to sexuality, and the other thing is when you speak, that's one thing. But when you write things down, that's another matter altogether. And I think people yeah. have to know how crucially. They have to be aware of their responsibility and what they write and what they say and what they are delivering to people. And here's what I will tell people, because you know what, for this young man, I don't think it was a crushing weight of responsibility. Responsibility is something that it's a coat you start wearing when you're ready to wear it. Yes. And when you know that... You are, you know, and here's the thing. If the only thing, the reason that you are thinking that you should be talking about something is because your ego is running it, don't worry. Stand still. Your ego will take you out. Yes, it will. It will just be a matter of time before it goes like this. Ding dong. Ego calling. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Let's leave. But it it was. It was a moment that made me realize and think, you know, to to be yourself, to be honest, to be truthful, which I was, but, but. Uh, you know, this young man showed me how powerful words can be, and mm-hmm. how care and how careful uh, and and like especially like you say in the written word. The written word. I mean, people forget you speaking in the exact 
way you said things. But when it's in writing, they can go back and refer to it over and over again, and it's there, you know, and, to refer And interpret to. it. Yes, and interpret it, absolutely. So right. those, those were kind of, and those were great learning lessons for me uh, on a personal level and a business level, those aha moments So, uh, you know, speaking in front of people. So it, it was nice because it gave me a personal side of an aha moment, but it also, I had the business side of an aha moment. So when we speak, you know, we never know who's going to come up out of the audience mm-hmm. and how something can impact them. No, we do. Uh, of that, I... I that I am nodding in complete agreement with. Now, we probably have 90 seconds until we are out and our show is over. Sue, please tell people how they can get a hold of you, how they can reach Great. you. Okay. Well, they can first they can uh, quickly is with Toginet, toginet.com. I have my host page there that they can go to, which also has links to Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and uh, has my email address there. And uh, so that, that's kind of, a, in a nutshell, a whole bunch of things right there. I do have the businesslovemaker.com and suewhitaker.com, but right now, I'm, and I'm very excited about this, I'm redoing my whole website, and mm-hmm. it's going to be wonderful. I'm so excited about uh, re, you know, revamping it and everything. So if they go to that web, those websites right now, which are really one and the same, if they click on one or the other, they'll get to the same website. Uh, you'll see that it's just my bio there and says under construction, but, uh, they can go to, uh, the Toginet, uh, host page and they can get all the information there, uh, as far as how to connect, you know, with me. But, um, and has my, you know, email address, like I said, and things like okay. that. So, okay. But, well, uh, but in about two to three weeks, my new website you, will be up you, and running. You'll be up. Well, we are at the end of our show. My guest is Sue Whitaker. Thank you for being with us, and have a lovely rest of the evening. And, and Sue, thank you. Thank you for having me. It is my pleasure, my dear. All right. Thank you for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget. She will.